0: Friends, this is Jeff, and you are listening to In The Way. Uh, again, a podcast about how to be in the way of Jesus, how to get those things that are in your way out of your way so you can get back in the way. And today, uh, we have been away, man, we In The Way has been away um, for close to a year now, which is pretty unacceptable. And so I'm glad that we are getting back into it. I am going to talk to Hal Perkins, the sort of developer of this process, this model of discipleship that we call Disciple by Jesus. Um, Darlene Franks, our SDMI chair for the district, has done a lot uh, just to put DBJ um, sort of in the hands of a lot of people. And it's, it's really been beneficial to me. I hope that you will engage it, that you will see it um, as something that's helpful for you. It's a process that includes five questions. We'll get into what all of them are. Uh, but today we're going to go over the first question and you'll see uh, me kind of used as, as a model. So, I hope that this is helpful and uh, that you find yourself being able to follow Jesus a little more closely at the end of it. Well, welcome back to In The Way. Uh, it has been quite some time since we've been together um, in this sort of strange format and strange time. But uh, I'm here with my, my friend, Hal Perkins, uh, and he wants to talk with us about Discipled by Jesus, which we affectionately refer to as DBJ. Um, Darlene Franks, our SDMI coordinator, chair, um, all-around all guru uh, for the Sacramento District, has really led us and, uh, in sort of embracing this, this discipleship um, well uh hal, you can model. you can model okay good i was going to say method model whatever it is but um anyway just want to say welcome hal you're uh you are in the way <laughs> and um it's good to be together
1: wonderful to be with you so, so um, oh go ahead
0: yeah so today our goal is to uh to maybe do a little bit of an introduction to dbj and uh and then to look through hopefully we'll get through kind of the first question there are how many questions? Okay, so
1: many questions. Hundreds yeah, if we're doing it well. Oh,
0: right, exactly. So, yeah. So, um, would you just want to give us a brief sort of intro to what Discipled by Jesus is, uh, why it is worth our time, and um, and what the what the hope and the end goal of DBJ is?
1: Okay, and please jump in and raise questions at any time. I can take off too far and too fast and too foolish. So the big, the big purpose of what has become known as Disciple by Jesus, which was just a book originally, but then it got dubbed with the process. The big purpose is for me as a quote disciple. To meet with one or more individuals, the fewer the better logically, because it's a listening process, not a teaching process, i.e., thinking of teaching as presentation like I'm doing right now. It assumes that those we're working with are a part of a local congregation. It assumes they're hearing sermons. It assumes they have some backlog, though that's not necessary. It assumes they have books, they have everything available for information. This is not primarily about information distribution. It is about training. It's about finding out. It's about testing what they've got from what they know and what they're doing with what they know. And what we need to do to make progress. And I'll say quickly, regardless of the maturity level, there are five questions that we work with. We're trying to train people to relate to Jesus in private, call it their closet life, but all day long, call it being led by the spirit or discipled by Jesus moment by moment. Which then prepares us to help others. So, no lost people actually get great benefit from being in these meetings. I still am so far short of being able to live out what is implied in the five questions. Mm -hmm. So, I'm not, there are certainly some people, probably, maybe, who actually walk the way Jesus did, 1 John 2.6. This is designed to aim us toward walking as Jesus did, to help us believe that God will empower us and to help us through accountability. So having said all of that, the process is that a facilitator like me, or possibly like you, a facilitator asks questions they're actually from Jesus. And we'll talk about those five questions, especially in first today. They're actually from Jesus. And we coach people. They can talk to us about their answer, but we really want them to talk to Jesus. So we're teaching them to talk to Jesus out loud in front of other people, which many people never practiced or are scared to death to do. And it's terrible.
0: It's but, amazing, yeah.
1: Yeah, so we're coaching them to talk to Jesus But far more importantly and far more difficult, we're training them to actually hear Jesus, to actually see Jesus today in the flesh, to actually know Jesus. And I just went over the primary purpose of the first two questions. To actually love Jesus, the fourth question, which doesn't mean loving in theory, but actually love him by caring for and feeding his lambs and sheep mm-hmm. all day, every day, wherever we are, as our primary meaning in life, not not to go to work to make money, but to go to work to make disciples while we're making money. And ultimately, because it's all over our head, to believe Jesus by his Spirit, through his word, with the body of Christ, to believe him, to empower us to live a righteous, holy, holy, ministry-based life. So I just covered the five questions without identifying which question. Jeff, if that, do you yeah. want to talk about that a little no, bit? No, that's
0: great. So some of, the, some of the sort of theological assumptions there are that God is, Jesus is speaking to us, right? Huge. In and through His Spirit. And All the time. Yeah, and that Jesus is speaking, this is part of what I love about this, this model here. Jesus is speaking to us, sort of us personally. Um, and to the church. Yes. Um, and to us in the church and to, to the church, church through us. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, yes. All of these kinds of um, directions <laughs> are sort of happening simultaneously. And we so often train ourselves to be sort of intellectual, kind of head level um, thinkers, um, experiential. And not disciples, disciples, not followers. Yes. Yeah.
1: And, and, and you didn't. We're trying to cover all the bases, but foundation he speaks to us very directly, straight through Scripture.
0: Right. Yeah. But it's Scripture; it's yes. the
1: Holy Spirit inspired, and inspired then inspires us as we listen to Jesus right. talk to us through Scripture. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. So that's so, so great. Big, big theological foundations. Number one, what Jesus did on the planet, he did not do out of his own. Resources, i.e., divinity. This is a question mark for many people. He either left that divinity entirely behind as power or something he could do with divinity as not nature but life. He either left it behind or he never, ever, ever used it as a human being. Else, he did not become like us in every way. Else, he did not was not tempted in every way, or he did not empty himself of his prerogatives of God. I just went to Philippians 2, and Hebrews 2, and Hebrews 4. So it's built on how Jesus lived his life as the greatest disciple that ever lived. He never, ever led. He always followed. So I did not need to get off on all that one.
0: But Yeah. No, so that's – um and so there are some – there are some incarnational um, assumptions there, too yeah. that we often um, we often don't do a great job with. Um, we allow we allow ourselves to kind of fall into the trap of what you know Jesus seemed human. Um, he appeared to be human,
1: yeah.
0: um, but he wasn't really a human the way you and I are human, yeah. and that's not what the scriptures say that's uh, right. you know you will so, do greater things than this yes. Um, You know, if you, you bind, you loose, (laughs) you forgive, you don't forgive, right? Yep. There is this, that's a, those are, that's a fierce concept. It is. (laughs) It's foundational. If you believe that
1: it means what it says. Yeah. 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 That's exactly right. Hmm. And I don't, obviously we could spend hours talking about it. Sure. But, but if people can be, they don't even have to buy that to be discipled by Jesus.
0: Correct, yeah.
1: But yeah. for me, it is of the essence that I'm called to be holy as he was. Right. I'm called to walk as he walked, for John 2 Right. I'm called to do the things that he did, John 14.12, which you've just quoted. Right. And that, that's a joke if he's got power to use that I don't have. Right, right. It's terrifying.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't mean we're superheroes and we can use it on our own will, but so long as we are submitted fully into the life of God, which is what the human Jesus of Nazareth yes. was and is, um, you know, um, in the Father and the Father's in Him, um, there, there's something really, really great there. And so, as a pastor, part of what this says is oh, wait a second, your work's actually really important. <laughs> Absolutely, and not as a pastor, as a Christian, you know what what you're doing um, is actually pretty vital uh, because it involves the very, you know, the life of God. It involves the internal life of the Trinity, uh, which is constantly folding us in um, to its uh, into its love. And Uh, we as
1: pastors have to get very clear so that even in our public platform proclamation we can enunciate clearly exactly how jesus lived yes. which i believe he did nothing on his own but he was not just in involved but he was full of the spirit and led by the spirit before he spoke before he acted he was always second he didn't lead; he followed he was always led by the spirit and thus he was empowered by the spirit and since we also possess the holy spirit and are to be possessed by the holy spirit which is the trick which is what we're working on this whole process right we can hear because the holy spirit will guide teach remind he loves us so much the holy spirit in us and, and he dwells in us and jesus said it'd be better for us to have the Holy Spirit in us, John 16, 7, than for Jesus to be with his disciples in the flesh like he was with Peter, James, and John.
0: Right. That's either
1: true or false, you know. So, so we, we actually possess God. We're not God, but we possess him. The issue is, how many of our thoughts does he possess? When we have the mind of Christ, but we've got a lot of other thoughts. Mm-hmm. And we have the desires of God. We have the love of God poured out into our hearts by his spirit but we have a lot of other desires yeah. so to be discipled by jesus means that i deny myself what i think what i feel what i want, and i take up my cross moment by moment day by day to let him lead instead of me being the leader and so we're learning to quit making the holy spirit follow us we're working on being led by the Spirit, and people think, well, I am. Well, not so much, <laughs> yeah. because you think of how many decisions we make, that, that that's just what we think, and it's what we want, and we, we don't honor the Holy Spirit enough to slow down, to be quick to listen, right. slow to speak. We don't honor Him enough to find out, just even think, because we have no mind to Christ. Right. So. This is all big. This is all foundational theological.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, okay, let's jump into it because uh, okay, we, we probably lost everybody who I uh, hope. Not, d- but d- I'll
1: get <laughs> you fixed.
0: Yeah, so come back to us, please. Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, so question one: How does it? I mean, how does a group? How does a group start
1: when we sit okay. down? Okay. So i I would almost always in starting a group, I would try to. Give a very concise and brief overview. We're here to be. We're here to work on our relationship to Jesus. We're here to actually be disciple by Jesus, which means His Spirit's with us to guide us. We have His Word and we have each other. So I wouldn't make little comments like that, very But then I say, and we don't have to start with question Every question stands on its own, but there is a logical sequence. If you ever have time, you often questions which we seldom do. But we need, like a good coach, we need to train our players. To catch the ball, to run with the ball, to hit the ball, blah, blah, blah. We have to coach them in a separate but integrated process. So we take them out we look at them. So the first one we normally, we normally work on is, you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Or I could say enter his courts with thanksgiving and his, I mean his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise, but that makes praise and worship second. We start with praise and worship, but it's really knowing Jesus. The goal is I want to know Christ. So I'm working with people, and I want to help them be able to comprehend and articulate who Jesus is, which will end up being praise and worship. But they can't praise and worship the vacuum. They need to praise someone. Worship someone. And so the first question is, do, who do you say that I am? Right. That's the first question. You I, I, all recognize, people would recognize that from Jesus asking the disciples. Mm-hmm. Who do you say that I am? So in a typical meeting, I would say, okay, we're, we're going to talk to Jesus in a moment because mm-hmm. he is here. Lord, you are him. We're not going to talk to the person anymore. Because you are here to practice your presence. And so Jesus, when you were with your disciples, you asked them to answer your question, who do you say that I am? We're going to answer that question. Now, parenthesis, I usually have us talk about who Jesus is a little bit. I try to get people to pick one thing they know for sure about Jesus, not something to thank him for, That's keeping it kind of about us. a little bit selfish, thank you, We say, we're going to start by saying, Jesus, you are. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we want to talk about your unchanging nature. Your activity changes based on the circumstances. And we're going to talk about your activity in the second question. First question, we're going to talk about who you are. Did that raise a question for you? No, no. Okay. Yeah, All right. great. Okay. okay. Well, I, so- I'll, I'll,
0: maybe a little, let me ask this, because I, I, that, I think that comment of, um, so when I've been in these groups, oftentimes exactly what you're saying happens where who Jesus is and the way that he's described is really about what's happened to me this week. Right. So Jesus, you're my provider. You're my healer, which He is. Which is is good. Yes.
1: But it's okay to go into Thanksgiving. Right. But we want to get you are, and that will never change. Right. How you provide or what you provided might change day to day. I see, yeah. But we got to get it bedrock. Who you are, provider, never changes. Right. You are Jehovah Jireh.
0: Yeah. And you're not just my provider because I had a good week. You're my provider because that's who you are.
1: That's exactly the distinction. And it's worth making. Right. Because typically, if things are bad, Jesus is bad. He didn't do what he said he would do. But you got to get clear. Jesus, you are my healer, whether I see the healing or not. Mm. One way or another, sooner or later, you are my healer. And Mm. and I'm landing on that. I can praise you and worship you over that now by hell happen to have been healed dramatically and so i can push that one pretty hard yeah okay. yeah so so um the idea is of course i let i i don't want people to one person say you are the healer another you are you're a provider another you're the rising star or the you i mean i want to be biblical say the words that the bible says about jesus i say this is the crema de la crema this is the best of the best Bible study. We want to hear what the Bible says about Jesus' eternal nature, unchanging nature. So tell me something. And someone said, Well, who's the way, the truth, and the life. Good, okay. Let's take one of those. Let's just talk about one of them for 45 seconds. What do I mean, 85 minutes. To get it out in the open. What does it mean? Get it down into our soul. And so I'm letting everybody practice becoming preachers. I want them to expand on the implications of Jesus is the way. What does that mean? Let's not just say it. What does it mean? Okay, we talk about it. Everybody has little things. And then after we've talked a little bit, then I say, okay, let's talk. We're talking about Jesus, but Jesus sitting right in fact, he in us. So let's now address Jesus. He asks the question, who do you say that I am? Let's answer Picture Jesus. Look at it. You can have God giving you an imagination. It's okay. Envision Jesus asking you the question and then answer Him. Be thoughtful. Be careful. When you're talking to God. Be thoughtful. Who loves you, who understands what you don't know. Say it. Talk to you. Jesus. You are the way. Say it. Uh, I can't think of it that's fine to do it. Does anybody else think uh, what else could you say about jesus as the way dead quiet oh what, would it help to talk about it or is that enough okay fine maybe we'll go to the truth and, and usually i just want people to authentically i, I want there to be an awareness of as the supervisor of the meeting, as the mm-hmm. facilitator, that they really are getting to know Jesus. That's the goal. We need to know Christ. So, mm-hmm. one of the things about Christ is he's the way, he'll always be the way. He's the only way. Mm-hmm. We could, so, we could get into all kinds of theological fights like right that, okay? But I won't let him. Yeah. We don't do that here yeah Mm-mm. no 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 no. Easy, easy we're not going to talk about our ideas <laughs> other than i mean we realized that we have to be careful of it, but that's part of the facilitator's responsibility so the facilitator has to be have enough maturity to at least keep them from getting their arguments about jesus nature not right. that i just i just messed up that's all right
0: no that's great
1: i mean it's ideal
0: yeah yeah
1: so would it be helpful? Would you like to try why don't sure, you let's, pick yeah. why don't you pick something? Suppose we're in a meeting and I yeah. said, Okay, group, Jesus is sitting here, he's looking at us. Look back at him. Look back at him, picture him. Look, I know he's in your heart in the spirit, you can't see the spirit. But picture Jesus, he came became flesh so we can know God. Picture. Okay, just ask you this question. There's a question. Jeff. Who do you say
0: that i what would you say so i was I was thinking about this this morning actually in in prayer, and i um it may be because of where I'm sort of reading in scripture, but I was um the what I've encountered recently Jesus. <laughs> is that you are, um, you are the order. Um, you know, I think this is connected to the idea of that you're the word, the logos, that um, you are kind of the order and the structure and, um, and that we've received that order from you, uh, that there's an order to our worship, there's an order to the universe, there's an order to truth, um, and, and that, we see that we see that order revealed um, and we're invited into it uh, through
1: you. So, so let me let me coach you harder than I would in a normal meeting. But I would say, if if I was coaching as a more mature what you are, I would say, you know, we don't have Jesus stated as the order that I know of biblically, but you did land on some synonyms. For you of order, can you think of a biblical word, which you've already said, but can you take a biblical word that describes who Jesus is and use that word and then let that come out into the idea of order? Can you try that? Start yeah. with you are a biblical word.
0: You are, you are the word. Um, okay. Very and welcome. so kind of leaning on that you know, idea of the logos or the logic. Um, I know logic doesn't actually show up in our English translations, but yeah. um, but you are the word.
1: Um, Go ahead, keep now unpack it. Talking to Jesus.
0: Yeah, so, so in, try,
1: try not just to think about the idea, mm, but picture Jesus listening and picture how affecting him as you're talking to you You're gushing with who he is, but our problem is we're prone to think about the idea instead of thinking about talking to Jesus. So try to talk to Jesus as mm, you're thinking about who he is. Okay. Um,
0: Jesus, it's it's in these these kinds of moments when I see um, I see that there is a, a structure to history, that there is a plan, um, and that 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 shape the shape of that plan is revealed in in your life. The shape of that plan is revealed in uh, in your birth, your life, uh, your crucifixion and resurrection, and and the way that it impacts me is it. it it calls me um, to I don't want to get too far ahead, but it calls me to trust and believe um, that that as this history progresses um, that this that structure, that logic is going to continue, and uh, just as I sort of see the the fullness and the beauty kind of coming out of Easter of this crucifixion and burial and resurrection, to know that I'm being invited into um, into your plan, into your logic, into your um, map of of the way that these things work out, that um, it's so encouraging to me. Um, and I just praise you, and I I thank you that you have loved us in such a way. I praise you that you are love in a way that um, that no human has ever um, has ever been able to replicate lord uh but you're just inviting us into your infinity and into your eternity and i'm i'm so grateful to be a part of that
1: super so you started with who you are then you logically <laughs> went to praise did you hear it yeah did you feel like you were praising jesus i did yeah i do just feel like you were you are whoa wow yeah, yeah and then yeah. then you went into a little bit of worship I want to live for you. I want to get into your play. that That's the response to who he is and the response to your praise of who he is. Hear those distinctions. Yeah. Who he is, yeah. when you say that I am, then you you are praise, and and out of that praise, you I, I don't know if I, I don't want to use the word you felt, but something in you said, you are worthy of my following you. Right. It's a response. Right. We call it worship. We're all worshiping something all the time. Right. Right. So so we're trying to train people in their own closet to really sit with Jesus, praise him, know him. We have to know him to praise him accurately. Mm-hmm. Know him, praise him. We hope worship happens without guitars and drums on at 5 o'clock on Tuesday morning before you get on the freeway. Right. Or 9 right. o'clock at night or work. Yeah. Okay. Great, great. And I mean, way to go. Did let, let me try do we have any time left? Do everyone sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's make it really hard. And <laughs> I do this. Okay. I do this because I know that the Holy Spirit will guide us in the truth. Hmm. I know that the Holy Spirit will reveal Jesus to us because Jesus said anyway. it. So Based on what you know about Jesus, you don't have to be right. This could be a guess, but you do have thoughts. Based on what you know about Jesus, do you have any thoughts about how what you said might affect him or even what he might say back to you? Mm -hmm. Before you speak, let me say, now this is the hard, hard work of coaching people in relationship. Mm -hmm. There's more than the scripture. This is not scripture, but it's personal. Usually the Holy Spirit bringing scripture to mind, but it can be on that. So just, just think, just based on what you know about Jesus, what do you think you might be thinking or feeling or want to say in response to what you said? Because we're creating dialogue.
0: Jesus, if I'm hearing you right, um, uh, I feel like you are in inviting me um, to continue to to order uh, my life in a way that is honoring and glorifying to you. I have a lot of desires, um, and I have a lot of energy um, to to start things but I feel like you're also sort of inviting me into into the structure and the order that allows those things that matter to sustain uh, rather than just to begin and um and that's a that's a challenge for me it's really tough for me and I want someone else to do that for me um but I think in some way you're you're inviting me into that into that discipline um and
1: uh, yeah instead of the language being, I think you are doing this. Dare you? You might feel really strange about this and maybe mm-hmm. sure. should, but dare you actually picture Jesus sitting there and put the words as coming from him to you instead Do of it. you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna test everything. So don't worry, you'll you right. probably mess up. But we'll we're to test that's,
0: Yeah, this is the what the church <laughs> the church hears and um, and explores whether or not this is true, right? So, That's it's, right. it's right. testing, yeah. So, Jeff, I see, um, I see your your desire and your energy for these things are important. Um, but I also want you to know that that there is a way for those things that that really matter to be sustained. To be disciplined uh, to be given the structure that allows them to continue and this is this is the thing that's that's hard for me right now um, that in that discipline there's freedom uh, there's freedom because there's not a need to um, for you to kind of keep the balls juggling in the air uh, they sort of have a, a tendency in a direction of their own and so, I want that freedom you, for you, okay, Jeff. Yeah. yeah
1: oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. You were telling. Forgive me. I thought you were talking <laughs> back to Jesus, and I was just going to point back that you slid back. Down. I apologize. No,
0: no that's, okay, that's okay.
1: That's okay. So, that's bad facilitating. I didn't listen. To all that. <laughs> that's I'm all right. sorry.
0: So that's I, that's kind of the rub for me at this moment. Is I I want that freedom for you, Jeff. Um, I want that um, that structure for you. But the ultimate purpose is that you would be free to love those around you, that you would be free to love me more deeply um, and that there would be sort of an unlocking of my life uh, f- for you. Wow.
1: Thank you. In other words, free to follow.
0: Right. Great. Yeah.
1: yeah. Instead of you. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Do you think No. you've got <laughs> people sitting in the group but actually it's just you and me. Do you really believe that those thoughts might have been spirit guided or given? I think that's from Jesus.
0: I do. Um, I I do because it doesn't sound like me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh well, could be could be some someone else other than Jesus. Yeah,
0: but it might be Jesus. Um, it, it you know just because that. Um, and I sort of notice I um, just sort of my own personal testimony or witness here is you know I can tell when these things when they, they kind of have an emotional weight to them um, and um, um, yeah
1: so so would it be fair to say that God loves truth and then most part would it be fair to say that think the Holy Spirit spoke to you in response to what you said to Jesus. It,
0: abso- Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So
1: we're training people to hear yeah. Jesus speak. Right. Now we can mess it up. This this is just how I'm saying, but this is so desperately needed and we're so panicked about messing it up. But the facts are, we're living our life all the time, not even asking Jesus what he thinks. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a whole lot better if we slow down and try to think about what he's thinking and possibly saying. We're going to miss it a lot less times than if we just run willy-nilly, as most of us do who are Christians. Right. <laughs> right. So anyhow, but I, I want everyone to know what I took you through is... Uh, scary for many people. It's, yeah <laughs> I wouldn't call it advanced. It's christian 101 But we have we've taught it, but we haven't trained it. Everybody says my sheep hear my voice. Right. But many lay people say, well maybe the other guys do but I don't.
0: Well, right.
1: Yes he does. He just doesn't realize even recognize. Right. So we're practicing Jesus' presence. Yes. Yes. And we can say who Jesus is to a blue in the face and, and it's easier. But to really slow down and say, you think Jesus might respond because he responded to Peter. In fact, he said, flesh and blood won't show that to you, but my father. You heard God. Mm-hmm. When Peter said, you are the Christ. So, this, this question can be as simple or as hard as you would think. Yeah. And really necessary praise and worship is the fruit of it. The root is knowing Jesus. Right. The goal is knowing Jesus.